from Quite the Thing Media. Hello everyone, welcome back to Warm Maneuver. I'm Kev, back again in the saddle with the wonderful Mr. Craig Fry. Craig, how are you? Oh, fantastic. Just uh, looking forward to catching up on a month's worth of wrestling that we've missed out on. And, uh, yes. Yeah, been pretty busy. <laughs> um, we, we take a wee couple of weeks off and WWE implodes, AEW lose, well, sort of lose one of their biggest stars. Um, what else have we missed? AEW suffered a raft of injuries. So, yeah, <laughs> there's stuff going on. Um, but we're going to do what we always do. We're going to watch wrestling and we're going to talk wrestling. Um, we're going to watch... Well, you, t- you tell the listeners what we're going to watch because this is yours and then you can tell people how to find it because it took me a good 10 minutes to find it on the WWE Network. Yeah, we talked about doing this... Um watch along of the the battle royal at the royal albert hall for a couple of reasons obviously we've got um we're in the 20 the 30th anniversary of one of the greatest SummerSlam matches of all time we've got the the whale show coming up in september and battle royals are making a resurgence um across both wwe and AEW television so this was one of the first um vhs tapes i ever bought um it's uh, from a tour in between SummerSlam 91 and Survivor Series 91. Um, and yeah, it's uh, quite funny to think, you know, if um, WWE were to jack up and have a premium live event with a 20-man uh, roster, the biggest stars probably being the tag champions. And I say two British stars, but uh, yeah, I don't really care. Roddy Piper is... Scottish, let alone British. But uh, enough about that. So we are going to go for Battle Royale at the Royal Albert Hall. Um, it's a bit of a pain to find on the network or the cock. Your best bet is to um, just search um, Albert Hall. You'll get some of the matches come up. That'll bring you into the entire live event. Um, and then we're going to fire into, um, we're going to start halfway through the card with the uh, Undertaker against Hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh, which is at 126.06. You, you mentioned the 30-year anniversary of Bulldog carrying Brett to one of the best matches of his career, so that's maybe something that we'll, we'll look at. Um, but, I, but I'll let you count us in, mate. And I say once we, we press play, there's there's a few interviews, there's a lot of backstage stuff and whatnot. So we'll, we'll have stuff to chat about, no doubt. But I'll let you count us down, and we'll all press play at the same time. Okie dokie. So if you're all loaded up, we're going one hour twenty six and six seconds, and it's three, two, one, play. Now, as always, oh, I mean, look at the state of the quality of the video. This was... <laughs> I think you could record better on an iPhone now. Um, 
we'll be the fan of the opera playing in the Undertaker. Who? When was this? This was ninety-one October. So not that long. Not even a full year in the door yet. Obviously, this is his first WrestleMania has been gone. The streak has started. Um, I, I'm trying to remember when did he, he turn face? He would eventually turn face in what ninety. In between, uh, Rumble, in between Rumble 92 and WrestleMania 8. So in storyline mode, he is Jake the Snake Roberts' buddy. They yep. just interrupted the wedding at SummerSlam. Um, he's away to go face Hulk Hogan at the next pay-per-view for his first title. Shot um, whilst having some nifty crossovers with um, Sid it's not on this card, and Roddy Piper as they were rushing to the aid of Savage on a few occasions. <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera playing the Undertaker's music. <laughs> it's such cheese. Well, I mean, nowadays, right? We we all we all know, right? Everybody talks about him, but I love the the way they filmed the bigger guys back then. They still do it now, a big almost um, as Corny calls it. Them on WWE TV, but just the way that they film them from the ground up, just the small details that they would do to make the guys look bigger and stuff. Um, it's just a different time. Is that probably the best way of describing it? Well, you're still in the sort of the the monster heels to to feed Hogan mode, and there's another one on this card. He's already wrestled, um, but Earthquake used to terrify me as well, like the Undertaker did. As a kid, I know it's um, like obviously if you go through Hogan Deal Factory and some of them were better than others, and if you if you served up some of those guys now, like Zeus, uh, some of them just were. I think Robocop was a better worker than Zeus, and Robocop couldn't move or bend um, over another channel. Oh come on, the late great Tiny Lister was a fine actor. Evil <laughs> the Friday franchise. <laughs> uh, um, here he comes, Hacksaw. He's brilliant. I tell you what, yeah, big shout out to Hacksaw. He's um, battling through radiotherapy again. Um, another battle. He's halfway through, and uh, very inspirational on his Instagram uh, with his daily uh, updates. Hacksaw's one of these guys where, he, apart from I want to say in WCW when he was. Team Canada for a while, and I think they made him shave off the beard. I think he's literally the same gimmick for about, from what, 1987, 88, whenever he joined WWF, maybe before then. Yeah. Well, before then, he won the first Royal Rumble, didn't he? So, yeah, he came from Mid-South. Yeah. Yeah. And the 2x4, such a great weapon. <laughs> it's, it's a perfect wrestling weapon, right? Because you... you it sounds stupid, right? But a baseball bat, you can get your hand around that and you should really hit somebody over the head with that, right? You don't ever take a baseball bat and put your hand over the edge of it and then ram it into somebody's stomach. But like a two by four, you can swing it and it won't really hurt somebody, if you know what I mean? But it always looks like it does. I used to love that bump that Taker used to take with a you know, clothesline over the top rope, lands in his, lands his feet, rolls his eyes and gets back in again. <laughs> Was always yeah. The baseball bat thing is you, the baseball you'd swing with such you know, speed because it's aerodynamic. Uh, likewise, the sledgehammer 
Yes. Why, yes. Why, why put your fist over the top of it? Um, you wonder how Taker felt about working like this gimmick. It's really slow paced. You don't really need to take that many bumps. This must be the, the best part of his run. <laughs> As in working. Wasn't really expected it, to carry long matches or anything like that. It was a had, slow walk, deliberate pace. You had the Kevin Nash working mentality, absolutely. Um, you know, le- less is more. But it was like, you know, probably about... 96 really when he started started a year feuding with Brett and uh, then Foley comes in and he's actually you know wrestling more if you will uh, but yeah for uh, I mean some of the opponents he had up until up until then the Kamalas the guns I mean it was literally Hogan Monster Heel Factory all over again I mean, you you talk right. We talked about Zeus, right? I could understand why Zeus would be scary. I think he probably scared me at the time. Uh, Taker would have been scary. Jake Roberts scary. Kamala, I just thought, no, you're just a fat guy with with drones on your chest. You're not afraid to take her. And then don't even start me on Jank Gonzalez as a kid, man. You're like, this guy can't move, and he's just tall. <laughs> yeah, I was never too impressed with them, and. Uh... WCW either, but that was, you know, the friends of Sting. You know, who mentioned before I mentioned Robocop. <laughs> uh, just such a weird time, like, as you say, like, <laughs> getting Robocop to come out. And... No, where was yeah. that? I thought that was in England for a minute, but that wasn't in England. Is that, that was uh, Washington or something, wasn't it? Yeah, Capital Combat 1990. Uh, it's like a, a, a crossover with. Whoever, uh, yeah. Warner Home Video or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Aye. And, and, and it's a year after they've done the whole No Holds Barred because we won the best cage match. Well, the first cage match I saw was um, Hogan against Bossman to start the next main event, May 89. Yeah. And that's when that's Zeus that. came out beforehand and barred Hogan before he even got into the ring. Was that on one of these best of Hulkamania videos? That oh, was the best of Saturday night's main event. And nah, that no, may have been a. The, the superplex, Hogan. Superplex spot. Oh, and that was the old ring as well. Ah, oh, yeah, they, they, they just didn't move. That, that, I think the blue cage was easier for working. I think it was harder to work on. But obviously, if you're going to climb a cage, the blue one's quite easy to do because there's just big bars there that you can climb up. Um, yes, and they, and they weren't trampolinists. No, no, no. But we, um, haven't, we haven't even got to our AEW section. Well, I was going to say, we, we, not even a Topi Suicida in this, this match here at all. Um, it's very slow paced. It's very. But this is character work. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when I first suggested doing this, when I went and watched it back, and it was like, um, well, we, talk, we talked about this show um, before we did Rumble 92. And <laughs> I tell you what, Rick Flair against Tito Santana, two very great workers, but. Fuck me, you don't want to watch them for 15 minutes. <laughs> and that's why, like, see when Flair first came in, right? I had no idea about WCW. All I'd ever watched was WWF, so that's all I'd ever known. And we were used to guys like Hogan, um, Taker, uh, Warrior, Savage, Warrior, Savage, who were all built, right? None of them were. I mean, you'd odd fat guy like Earthquake or, or whatnot, but you'd know. 
And then Flair comes in, this old looking guy who was this dead, old, dead this skinny. Old, this old skinny guy with crooked teeth. Uh, and in this show, he wears green, so that's an automatic flag for me. Um, and he has to cheat to beat Tito Santana for saying he's the, you know, Tito Santana who won the match at the first WrestleMania and lost the next like seven or eight. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're supposed to believe this guy's a real deal? <laughs> Tom Bay, this thing, still the two by four. As you see, kids um, in, the, in the background, he's got the. <laughs> the road warrior shoulder pads on. Oh, they, they always look terrible, didn't they? The pure the wee foam thing. But ah, I see him now. Hi, second row. I know what else you have in this card before this. The Nasty Boys versus the Rockers. The Rockers were. <laughs> they, they this were just, is... The Rockers were the team, weren't they? That were brilliant, but they were just used to get everyone else over. I'm trying to think of the last time I remember the Rockers winning the match when I was young. Uh, I think they did WrestleMania 7. I think they uh, did uh, Haku and Barbarian at 7. If the Rockers had been EVPs of a company, let's not go Because we're going to talk about our, uh, I think, quite an underrated tag team. Power and Glory later, who are one of the best tag team finishers ever. Um, Jimmy Hart done a power of work on this show because he was yeah. out in the first match. Uh, then he had a wee break for Ric Flair versus Tito Santana. Then he was out for Earthquake versus Boss Man. Um, well, he's got he's, he's got a quarter of the, the Battle Royal roster on this command. Yeah, has <laughs> just had enough and match would take him. <laughs> That's what they used to do back then, obviously, to keep Taker strong. If they wanted to send the people home happy, they would just give somebody a cheap DQ. Yeah, and we're still, we're still in the, you know, the enhancement talent mode on the superstars and such likes. Aye. So when, Aye. You do get a, when you do get a card like this, where it's, you know, you know mid-card face against up-and-coming mid-card heel, you keep them strong like that. Taker, Taker gets the win. Keeps his pride. Duggan gets the fan pop. He's not really too cared. (laughs) Two greats. Me and Gene, who I think they looked the same from like again 1981 or two or whatever, whenever I first seen him, like on something to the day he died, he never really changed. Brilliant. And it's a role that they've sort of brought back with Shivani now in AEW as the stickholder. And they were also doing like interviews halfway through the entrances in this show, which is a, a neat little touch. So they'd come, yeah. they'd come out, you know, then me and you would stop and have a wee speak with them, and then the music would hit and they'd continue their way to the ring, which for a very short um, aisleway with uh, stairs on it. Funny as well. The rockers had to jump off them. Uh, Ultimate Warrior would be the fun. Nashville torn a quad. <laughs> do, do you remember when they used to do their interviews like before everyone done them in the ring? Um, they just have this sort of wee plinth or platform where they would just come halfway down and stand yeah. in the middle of the crowd. Yeah. I was like, uh, was like 19, 1990 way, sensational sherry at the Survivor Series. Uh, aye. Or 
Uh, aye, Sherry, one of six me, Sherry versus uh, Warrior at 91 Rumble, which is begging yeah. for yeah, a, a match. On our knees. Aye. On the Daily Star. Because I think this, this Sky Sports would have been about here then. So it would have been Sky Movies that would have been shown on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sky, Sky Movies used to have them. Sky Sports was on the go, but generally the bigger shows were... Well, certainly I remember watching the 92 Rumble and Sky movies. I would be nice. Uh, Cody's uncle. I, I, I what I love about Jimmy is that he used to change his jacket. So it wasn't just the same outfit he'd on. He would change the jacket for, like, if it was Nasty Boys or or whatever. The, the Jimmy Hart organisation. Uh, Heenan's brilliant on comedy. Uh, commentary so it's uh, Monsoon Heaton um, for most of the card the battle rather joined by Lord Albert Hayes who used to Alfred Hayes sorry who did, did bring out for um, for the UK pay-per-views um, Typhoon where was it where was Earthquake Earthquake addressed in the singles match against Big Boss Man earlier on the show um, and the only people who had wrestled earlier on the show were Piper and um, Typhoon. So that's just get your wee introduction into the the rest of the cast for the Royal Rumble, if you will. That this is very much what they would do back in the day, where they, am I right? The A shows, B shows, and C shows. Yeah. So I mean, you're, it's 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 a meaty card. I mean, you got your your tag champs, but I mean, there's no. No oh, this is an underrated team. And it Power and Glory. Everything you want. The big guy. A sh- the, and a wee the, shitty heel that you think you yeah. could take. Although it, they, they used to wear sunglasses, which looked as if they were like a Mad Max or something like that. Ah, the, those red ones. And they're just, mm-hmm. just, just um, slick as their manager. Or Slick's not here. Yeah, I wonder why they Hernandez had a heart attack at 44. Jack man <laughs> Paul Rowe well, he gets some decent breaks as well he brought back as a horseman member wasn't he yeah I mean he'd been about since about 87 you know the um, the young stallions with Jim Powers <laughs> and um, then uh, after the pretty, horseman pretty wonderful uh, yeah it's just it's, yeah, pretty wonderful full under um, right while we're watching an interview with Power and Glory. Let's talk Vince McMahon. And did you ever think you'd hear the day where a story broke about Vince and he was had been sending dick pics? <laughs> Allegedly. There's been that there's been that sort of caper going on for a while. There was the one that um, some beauticians in Bokarat in, in Florida that turned out to be bullshit because he was like, you know, hundreds of miles away, but yeah, rich white man. It's um. Oh, there's a tag team champs on there. The LOD. I always thought they were better chasing, and WWF. But it's probably a story for a day. But Vince, you're not really shocked at any of these stories, are you? That Vince hires a bird. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you said to me, 
these things came out, you'd have, maybe I've said they were a wee bit longer ago. <laughs> like maybe they were nineties or something like that. If you're in the attitude era. But <laughs> Yeah, we're saying this when we've got a, a card that's got um we've all got Fig Covers, the ring announcer, we've got Mel Phillips. Um part of the, the Ring Boy scandal. But yeah, you'd have thought You'd have thought when he was doing your Trish Stratus barking like a dog. Yes. <laughs> that would have been that would have been the time. Aye, or, exactly. Um, what was the other one? Vince's Angels when he had like Tori Wilson, uh, Victoria. What was the dark kid on Candice Michelle? Candice Michelle, aye. Yeah. You'd have thought that might have been the time. Um I can you imagine going to your missus and say, I booked myself a story where I need to make it with Trish Stratus? You're going to be sat there catatonic when it happens. <laughs> hey, oh. you try to get one really impregnated, Stephanie. Uh, that, that's, that's a wee bit more strange, but I... Um, Sable as well. He did infatuation with Sable, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I'm just uh, as you say, none of them shocks you. Like you're never like, oh, I did not see that coming. Um, it's funny because the last couple of weeks, Tony Khan's been getting slagged after the AEW pay per view for cuddling all the Japanese wrestlers, and <laughs> Vince has been going a wee bit further than that. So, <laughs> a lot of nights, yeah. well, a lot of nights, doesn't he? Doesn't shock you? I mean, I think he has. But That's his brother. Like a bit of a dick. That's his brother. Speaking of, say his brother's right there. Mhm. We've got two of Cody Rhodes' uncles on this card as well. Typhoon and Nasty, uh, Nasty Boy Stags. Yeah, I mean, but then again, he's. I've said for a while that you're basically got Vince in full-blown real life Monty Burns. <laughs> well, I was going to say that. I think if you. Lit- if, you, if I said to you, Vince McMahon is a wrestling character, which one would it be? You say the Million Dollar Man, but I think it's now more like the Godfather. I'm still holding my Monty Burns. And the fact he's even brought like you know, two Smithers, where he's got Bruce and Laurinaitis. Uh, and then, well, there's the blue-haired lawyer character from The Simpsons, but let's not go on about the legal pool. You actually went to them to go like full blown attitude era and have um, you know a paralegal and have it like you know Tony Khan T O N I C A A N. That's booting open the forbidden door. I should do know of this, like you say, if this was the nineties, uh, we would have one of the characters on TV by now, wouldn't we? Who who we got? Yeah. What a rush. The LOD. That boy's obviously a big fan. What a rush. T-shirt. Face paint on. Face paint. Uh, bandana. <laughs> look at the pop. The Road Warrior pop. I'll tell you what. We, we talked about doing like a, always like a British Bulldog gimmick show. Because um, yeah. last week was the 25th anniversary of Canadian Stampede. That's a check of the week. I wish you Um but that's, this guy Valentine the crowd. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Um, I mean, look, look now, right, just like that, look, see, you've got a small aisleway, right, like you see with the stairs. You've just got a blue ring skirt. Nothing. You've got cameramen standing there obstructing the view. Many photographers. Like all this sort of stuff's hidden now and it sort of sanitises the, the whole product. Oh, you obviously get like, everything. What's, what's Hawksley? Like, like, like the Royal Rumble as well. You've been thrown over top. Now sit and hide there until, you know, the next person comes out and then skulk up the aisleway in that 90 second window. Oh, I think that the only worse that's uh, Money in the Bank. You you fell, now you lie there for 10 minutes. Oh, that's not good, yeah. <laughs> At least for everything WWE's doing wrong, they've not got referees as stagehands holding ladders. <laughs> Guys are doing spots. If you, if you need that ladder held for you, and it is not a tag team match, and you have no partner to do it, you don't do the move. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. Um, I'm just looking at the, the two, the makeup of these two teams, and look at the size of Hawk. Yeah. Um, this will be, again, this won't be Topi Suicidas, this will, I don't think you're going to see many Drop down tackle, headlock, go behind reverses. You do have a bit of a stats geek. Yeah. So it was like collecting these wrestling cards around about this time. And they had, um, you know, like the, the build weights. And, you know, the, the rockers were like a combined weight of you know, 467 pounds, which is, you know, still relatively big guys, but they were small for the tag division. But. Mm-hmm. Earthquake was billed at £463. So it's like, yeah, Earthquake is £4 lighter than both the Rockers peak together. <laughs> it's, it's just a, This is a golden era. Well, man, no, I'm trying to, this is probably the tail end of the golden era. Yeah. Yeah. You've had, you've, had, you've had Warrior run out in the summer. Yeah. Savage is having a little hiatus after the that one, but yeah. Because the Savage retirement was done well. Like, he was retired. Oh, yeah. He was retired as a heel. Right? When the match ended, he was a heel. Obviously, turns face after it, becomes a commentator, and then the fans are begging for him to come back, and it's sort of gets forgotten about. And Jack Tunney's always that, you know, what an authority figure should be. He's not a deliberate yes. heel. I mean, to be honest, you're probably getting some, you're getting some um, similarities with Adam Pearce, but the commentary team at this at this stage as well, because you've just gone past the monsoon Ventura. You'd have McMahon occasionally, um, Piper would be dropping in, but you always knew like at least one of your commentary team had wrestling credentials. Yes. You watch Raw now. You've got. The bald guy, you've got Byron Saxon, who's quite good, and then you've got that moon faced Irish goon, um, <laughs> in the middle. Guys like, um, um, what's his name, Kenneth the Page from 30 Rock. Like, Kenneth the Page would have been better solely because he's from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Um, 
Ah, yes. Uh, like, I heard uh, Regal done some commentary on AEW and like, he was explaining why his guys in the Blackpool Combat Club were doing the moves and what they were hoping to achieve. And you're like, that's... Because it's Excalibur, I cannot take him seriously with that fucking mask on. Uh, see, see, it was just a voice. Absolutely no bother at all. I mean, Aye. even the way that Regal takes the piss of Mr. Ross, Mr. Shivani, man in the mask. Um, and you're like, I mean, I can understand they're trying to get a new commentator over because JR is, he's not his peak, shall we say. Last I love JR, but. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could wheel him and take out for like an odd Legends match. Um, Shavon. I, I don't, I don't mind them doing the main events and stuff like that. I've absolutely no issue doing that. But it's I, just. I think... I think AEW's got better now that Taz is, is part of it because I've always liked, you know, I've liked Taz a lot on the stick. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the, the other thing is, well, was, we're doing, I was watching that um, Forbidden Door. So they've got the build up for their interim championship and they're saying, New Japan can't leave with the AEW interim championship. It's like, Dude, it's not 1997. It's not the NWO invasion. <laughs> and when you're dipstick of our bloody CEOs out there saying, we're going to continue with our working relationship. <laughs> and, and your whole your whole target audience are folk that read the dirt sheets and therefore know this anyway. It's, I am um, for a bit though, I, I never even finished it. I was just like, Again, I am a big Cornet Mark, so what he says is usually what I think. And he says it's somebody who I don't really know versus somebody I definitely don't know for no stakes at all. And you're like, this is it. And interim championships do not work for me. If Punk's injured, take the bell off Punk. I think we said this last time. Take the bell mm-hmm. off Punk. And when Punk comes back, he has a reason to fight this champion because he never lost it. He got injured. And I'm just watching this match, and it's like every single 80s, oh, I don't want to say big man, but sort of power move spot. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, Hulk, uh, Hulk, did Hulk ever hit that, that flying clothesline? I think that was his version of Ric Flair's top rope move, whatever that turned out to be. Yeah, um, he, he only ever hit it when the guy was on animal shoulders. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, classic heel. Oh, it dropped him in the barrier. And now will he make it back in? And it always used to frustrate me as a wee guy because you're like, why are you distracting the ref? Why are you going in the ring? Because you know the ref's just going to come over and stop you. Like, I know, go down the outside and go round. Oh, around the back. Yeah, but it's always built up for the hot tag. Uh, but it's so and, simple. And there were some great ones earlier on in the, the Rockets against the Nasty Blaze match. The tags made, but hold on, uh, Ginetti was on the uh, standing on the bottom rope, so both feet weren't on the floor, so it doesn't count anymore. And then, and then before that, you'd have the Rockers switching up in between, but like standing behind and clapping instead of making the tag. And then you've got like knobs and sags selling their frustration at that. And Jimmy Hart is the acoustics in the background. <laughs> Go and Oh, but I mean, 
see, see, this is what frustrates me, right, about modern wrestling is, like, if you watch a tag team match now, you flip, you have dies, furniture, people running each other at the ring post in front of the ref, people using the table, blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't this believe so this simple. Shit. You wouldn't believe the shit we had to watch the other night with the young bucks and two Japanese <sighs> folk as they're literally, you know, doing backflips off the uh, the ropes like it was a teeter totter or a kid's trampoline. But yes, hot tag into Johnny Ace's brother. Yeah, we go. I mean, look at look at the pop. I mean, this is what I don't get. This is what frustrates me. Wrestling can move on. It can be more athletic, right? But you don't need all the. Oh, brilliant! And see, I I loved it as a wee guy. It was like you'd, you'd watch a random you'd watch a random match right on like I don't know the the best of the European tours Coliseum home video right, and it's clearly now looking back like a house show match, and it would be animal animal versus I don't know. Pick somebody, Mr. Perfect or something, right? So like you're thinking, yeah. oh, Animal's really good. I, I like Animal. Um, he's powerful. Uh, oh, they're the one with the the, the reverse slam off the top. Um, right, so you're thinking Animal could win the IC belt here, and then on commentary, the commentators are going, mm, but Animal's a tag wrestler. I mean, Animal's good at tags. Animal's used to having breaks. Mr. Perfect's alone. And just those wee stories that they would tell. And it's like, it's sort of le- in, in your mind it leveled it up. Yeah, as a kid, you're going, right, okay, I, I get it, right? Animal is brilliant, but that's true. He does, he always works with tags and and they would play up these sort of stories and how he would get gassed and stuff like that. Exactly. Ah, that's what I was going to say. You know, he can't tag out, he's got to do it. It was like a year later, WCW did it where they had um, Scotty Steiner beat Ricky Steamboat for the, um, the TV title. And it's like, well, you never got to see that play out because it's time is left. Um, but, you know, when you have that tag wrestler making that elevation, which doesn't need to mean one partner turns on the other, they break up, you know? It's like you can always just have that parting of the ways, if you will, as a hometown hero. And the and the big prize that they're going for, you know, in uh, AEW. Yeah? The Royal Samovar. It's a Russian tea urn. You listen to uh, Lord <laughs> Alfred Hayes. Now, it's not like AEW where everyone gets a belt. No, this is weird and it's surprised they booked it like this. The Bulldog's going to do double duty back to back. He's going to wrestle the Barbarian in a singles match and then he's going to compete in, compete in the Battle Royal. Um, it's building up your, your, your hometown hero to be the underdog because he's the most gassed. He's yeah. had the, the, the least recovery time. <laughs> Uh, but I mean that this very much is like we're, we're only taking lads are only taking twenty bodies over. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. you're coming because you you can work with all the heels. <laughs> right, okay, we're only in nineteen spots, right? We need a couple of referees, right? You, you, you. Um, do you think this would have been a B brand house show? Oh, it's you've got no the world Sky champ- movies plus. You've got no um, you've got no world champion because I think. Mr. Nanny is getting filmed at this moment. <laughs> um, you've got no intercontinental champion. There's Alfred, Alfred and uh, Mel. <laughs> I don't think seen much after this. Um, 
Who else is missing? Okay, Savage is retired. Sid's not there. Jake the Snake's not there. I'm just think. I'm just going to look ahead to the next um, the next pay per view to see who out of this one is not here. So it's like Survivor Series '91. You you talk about random wrestlers you right like right? Barbarians one for me because he was in the first ever wrestling match that I watched. Royal Rumble nineteen eighty one. Barbarian versus Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man, um, yeah. And it's it's a gimmick, right? But he's wearing fur and antlers, and he's a barbarian. It's not over the top. It's not ridiculous. It's just. The volume's turned up a wee bit, it's absolutely fine. Well, you, you've got to remember as well that uh, him and Warlord started off as um, the Road Warriors rip-off alongside Demolition at the time. Yeah. So they just split them up just before... There's a pop. They just split them up just before um, LOD had came in. Um, but you don't need to rename the character or do a whole no. regen. He's still the barbarian. He's just got a new manager, a new outfit. Yeah. I'm not sure the gloves are The gloves are a bit strange. strange. I just had seen the sign there, the British Bulldog will survive. <laughs> it takes me back to that girl on the, the SummerSlam. The, the British Bulldog's going to win whether he wants to or not. <laughs> and I legitimately <laughs> found out last year that that was a girl. Which one? Uh, the, the, the wee kid from the, yeah. the video. The British Bulldog's going to win whether he wants to or not. What is the yeah. one who Bulldog did the night? 97 Royal Rumble. He's going to win because he's... Was it extreme or bizarre? Oh, I can't remember. I think it's because he's uh, extreme. I mean, Bulldog was good, but he should have had a mouthpiece. I liked him with Ed Cornette. Um, you. I mean, you can see why he was face at this time. Um, but oh, I mean, yeah, you you're looked, selling, you're selling tickets off the back of him. Oh, hundred percent. Um, so they obviously came out of the the Bulldogs tag team. He's like I always thought he was a fine IC guy, but I'm just saying, I don't know when the best time to turn him heel was. He obviously went in WCW, then came back and get popped into that t- tag team with Lex Luger. Was that uh, Allied Powers or something? I always thought it was good that you could slot him into like your your B pay per view as a credible challenger. Yeah, which done oh, in oh, it, it was always great. He did ninety five against Diesel and Brett. He done in ninety six for Beware a Dog and, and King of the Ring. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I say, you could always if you had a, you could always have him as the challenger. On uh, yeah. a European on a European tour, um, I mean, don't have him defend a belt against. Um, whilst he's dedicating the match to his um, sister that's dying of cancer, and that's just you know stupid. You're going to have him job out. Um, no, cause like, like I've always maintained, right? That see if you build the story up well enough, your tag team events could, if you use that in your house model, right? Your tag belts can main event and in your house. I have no issue with that. Your champion doesn't need to be on there. Um, first, first main event at WrestleMania was a tag match. Same with your IC belt and stuff like that. If you've got a hot enough feud, 
Um, especially like, I mean, I don't want to go world ground, but I've said like just now that the current WWE model should be one world champ, one women's champ, one tag champ, um, and then SmackDown has the IC belt and Raw has the US belt as a sort of lead belt. I think that mm-hmm. just elevates people. And one of the reasons why you want to be champ is that you don't need to compete every week and you can pick what show you go to. Yep. Um, I just think it just opens up so much more possibilities that you get better paydays and if it fits somebody like Roman or a Brock to be champion then if you know if you're going to fight them it's a big deal The only thing I would say to that is that you maintain the tried and tested rules of wrestling the 30 day title oh, Rules make it better That's why you see wee, wee guys screaming when you look back at these tapes right, and you see people or whether it be wee guys whether it be all women screaming because somebody's pulling the hair. Oh, I just watched that um, that um, rivalries one between Brett and Sean <laughs> just there at the weekend. And they got the French crowd after a mud show. It's a dismiss. He has cheated. <laughs> you know, the rules, the rules mean that much. They're ready to riot. I, I, just, I just think wrestling is so simple and people overcomplicate it these days. Keep it in the ring. How many? How many take uh, of your uh, foreign objects tonight? One yeah. would be the hacksaw, so it stands uh, out. Earlier match, the first match, um, uh, Jimmy's megaphone got used. But there you go. Two different objects, um, but one of them was for the heel, one was for the baby face. So one's okay and one's not. Um, how many? How many matches went outside the ring for twenty minutes? Brawling through the crowd, none. Uh, I say it just makes that a bit more special when people go outside. I mean, I say that the rules are there. I mean, I remember being raging as a wee guy when I don't know who picked somebody, whoever it was, uh, a tag team would be cheating, and then they'd have the guy down, and then they'd they'd slap their, their hands and just switch. And you're like, freaking hell, I'm cheating. And I say it's just so simple. It, that's what the wrestling is, it's just such a basic art form um, and you don't need many matches this on the show have been five stars none but I but guarantee that if you sat anyone down put this on right they'd be able to understand what was happening here right as I say we're watching this with no commentary well there's the big man ran on him in the post cheating technically the ref should disqualify him there yeah because the ref's looking at it but the ref's letting it go as I say I've always said I don't mind as well if they have some refs that are a wee bit lenient. It's like Premier League or football or anything like that. Some let a wee bit more go. When you play in Europe, they tend to be a bit more strict. So you have refs like that at varying degrees of strictness. But Bulldog's struggling now. He's been rammed into the post. Will he beat the count? We all know now as adults that of course he'll beat the count. But but this is a jeopardy that he faces. Um, Rather than, oh, it's an ODQ match. Oh, wait, somebody's getting a chair. Can you, can you imagine turning on something like the, the Stampede match in the football and explain to somebody that this is pro wrestling? You're like, oh. It's just oh, so it's far away now from from the model. War, that, war games. War games is fine. It's in a cage in a ring. War games. What the hell? Uh, blood, blood and guts. Oh my god! It, it's, becoming, watch it's becoming it's becoming a Oh man! I tell you what, right? In eight years in the big league. Mick Foley went for the, the thumbtacks six times, give or take. 
you know, I think I've seen it, you know, almost every other week in AEW. Likewise, Shawn Michaels had six televised or pay-per-view ladder matches. Um, I think eight, if you include them being brought out in uh, no-holds-barred ones. <laughs> but that's that's over a, a 14-year, uh, well, more than that, it's over, you know, a 16-year period since they did the first one. So it means something. Yep. But as Sammy Guevara's had three ladder matches this year already. Um, I see it's just they they don't give you anything worth what is it Cornell always says, if everybody's over seven foot then you've got no giants. If you if you've just got everything at all times, I mean no DQ match, a street fight, uh Chicago death match or whatever, Texas death match, they're all the same match. Um I see I used to love it when you get a a move that was banned, like the pile driver or a figure four or something, and then eventually you get a no holds barred match. So therefore that means you cannot use a weapon in a no holds barred match. That's a DQ. But you can use any hold you want. That's the point of it. Ah, you know, let's start a feud with a street fight. No. <laughs> you need to get there first. It's uh, it's as if it's PlayStation booking in it. It's just you're playing SmackDown versus Raw, and that's what you want to book every week. But I mean, I think the thing people like is they like a good story, and I include that within a match working a body part. I'd much rather see a big guy go and work a body part. Oh, Bulldog got a wee mistake there, took his foot off the rope, and he should have left it. Um, see, you're a fan of the bread. The Bret Hart arts. Yeah, I, I, I am a Bret Hart fan. I just think that his fans get annoyed quicker than some sets of football supporters. Yeah, I, 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 I like both. I like both Bret and Sean, but Austin um, is uh, superior to both. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I love Bret Hart as well, but I just think it's funny when people... Um, it's when uh, people get upset about it. It's just they're, they're very different. Uh, uh, but I say no. I like the storytelling. I think it's just that's why you love it. That's why you watch it. It's like I used to love it when people like JR would say, "Oh, you you're working the bigger guy like a diesel or a, a taker. You need to work work the leg. Um, mm-hmm. Just make it logical." That's why I think JR struggles a lot with AEW you now. Usually, okay, work a body part. Oh no, wait, oh, it's ducked. Barbarian just hit the post with his arm. Um, work a body part. Oh no, wait, you're doing a somersault. Oh wait, you've kicked him 4,000 times and yet he's still standing. Obviously, means your kick's a pish. It's just so stupid. Um, that's why I, a lot of the modern stuff struggles to hold my attention outside of a, a punk. Punk match. Yeah, it's it's when everyone can be part of the show nowadays. Oh, it's ridiculous! It's I used to. I loved that that holding suplex that Bulldog used to do. Oh, maybe we used to do it to Vader. Brilliant. I big strong guy. 
wonder how much a ticket would have been up in the stalls for that. I tell you what, they've made a bit of money on those LOD shoulder pads. Oh, aye. <laughs> Everybody was over like Rover, wouldn't they? Oh, brilliant. There you go. Set up for the, for the finisher. Ah, and this is Andre Gent's last live wrestling appearance. Shh. You just Spoiler really surprised. Before he died. Yeah, he was always, he, we, we always used to bring him out of the European tours to think he'd like pop out of France and see his family and then. Uh, he was there in like '91 as well, because this is when they had the um, like ninth early, yeah. So the 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 UK rampage, the post WrestleMania tour in '91. Um, he was there as well in the same clothes. I always thought like you know, because Giants must be hard yeah. to get. You know, maybe they had like one set of clothes. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he, and of course there's there's still the story like going where you know Jimmy Hart was trying uh, was making out that he'd. He'd secured um, Andre's services um, only for um, earthquake to wallop him in the in the knee with the megaphone, and that's all part of building earthquake back up after he's you know gone through his eight months as the the Hogan uh, monster heel that's been quashed, you know. So he's been being at SummerSlam. He's been his team's lost at Survivor Series. He's been eliminated in the Royal Rumble. Um, he gets a squash match over because Greg Valentine at, uh, um, at WrestleMania. He um, injures Andre. He crushes Jake the Snake, Robert Snake, and uh, you build Quake back up. This is such a guilty pleasure by the Nasty Boys. It always remind me of um, Bebop and Rocksteady out of yeah. uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which were around in time. But yeah. They, and they're so they're so believable. Stags, you think could absolutely kill you. Nobs, he just thinks they're like you know more cowardly dicks. But you know, you still really want a smack in the face of them. And even though the Stags is shit tattooed in his arm, clearly <laughs> a homemade job, man. I think both of them had. I think Nobs had one as well. I mean. Uh... There was never any chance of these guys doing it now. You know how like some tag teams you go one's the one's the the Sean or one's the Brett and one's the Jeanette and one's the Anvil. There was never they they just knew that they were destined to be together. Not Nobs had a a half running WCW late on, didn't he? I seem to remember uh, dressing like a Dudley boy, like maybe two thousand. Yeah, because Sags division. Sags got injured. Uh... Sags had a career ending injury and then um, shot off live rounds on uh, Scott Hall. <laughs> uh, match with Outsiders. Um, uh, also had Meng and uh, Barb Barpatian in it. To tell you what, if that turns into a, a few shoots, something like that is. <laughs> ah, this is. So this is like into, <laughs> into the, the now main event after we've had everyone wrestling each other. And we're still interested. And. Um, you know, there's been a lot of Royal Rumbles recently. Um, but no, this, uh, this one's still probably the benchmark for me. In I mean, Battle Royals is always weird because, like, I remember like, I seen the Royal Rumble first. So Battle Royal was always strange that everything started in the ring at the same time. And again, you always had that thing of, like, Battle Royals where, and Royal Rumbles where, like, 
some people like you get two good guys in the Royal Rumble, uh, number one and two, and you're like, you don't need to fight. <laughs> I mean, like the Hardy Boys and stuff. You're like, you don't need to fight here. Who we got out first? Kenny Von Eric, Texas Tornado. He was always a cool little motherfucker. Yeah. You give it. Uh, you give a last year kiss to the ring. There was not the same as much. Oh, no, I yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I did remember. I did him mixed up with Warrior when they both came out in the night one Rumble because like they both had like, the same colour tights on. I'm sure and. Um, they wore tassels and sort of long hair. Mm-hmm. Tugboat, you know what I mean? Sorry, Typhoon. Both of them. Yeah. Earthquake's not quite got his natural disasters outfit on yet. Still got, you know, I bought a fit in theme music they had. Uh, I mean, this is where, this is sort of role, what it should be in just now. Otis is quite a good amateur wrestler anyway. Hi, uh, Tito, he's always there or thereabouts. And this is him as he's transitioning into his El Matador gimmick. Oh, that was, I, I said, I just I read that because I always thought Tito was a bit bland. He's Mexican and that was really it. Yeah. I'm the Mountie! <laughs> I mean, this is literally a character to oppose the big boss man, wasn't it? There was no other reason this, this character oh, was brought in. Uh, 91 SummerSlam with the, the, the jailhouse match and going to jail. We should, we should watch that next time. Right? Next time we do one, we'll do a, a 91. And, and, the, and the, the clips going all through the show is the jail to get his fingerprints. You want the finger? There's the finger! <laughs> Six years before Austin, that here's the boys. Here comes the goat. Sean, Sean could be asked jumping down the stairs like Marky. Nah. It's the best heel turn ever, isn't it? Hmm? The, the best heel turn ever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he didn't stop. Genetic tried to run away. Genetic tried to escape through the window. I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> See, one without the other is no use. <laughs> yeah. I love how Marty goes over and just starts talking to Tex Tornado and Sean's over there. Oh, but they, they, they almost then start to form their lines where you've got the heel side, the face side. Yeah. Yes. Boss uh, man. Always, and, always, a, always a good bet for the Battle Royal. Yeah. And like, I mean, if you were in like me, right, you didn't watch anything in any particular order, right, when you were a wee guy. We did not have WWE Network, right? So we would pick up WrestleMania 3, and then we would watch SummerSlam 92, and then you would watch Royal Rumble 1988, and then you would watch WrestleMania 6. Um, and it always amazed me how, like, the commentators could just sort of tell you, this is a good guy. This is a bad guy. And it doesn't matter if you'd watched, like you said earlier on, Hogan versus Bossman in a cage where Bossman was the biggest heel going. Now you're watching him up against the Mountie. Or now you're watching him tagging with Tito Santana and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It's just... <laughs> I always look back at it, it amazes me just how 
you trust these commentators, like Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, and, and the thing is, when Hogan cheated, turnaround's fair play, so you believed it because um, yeah. Gorilla told you. Oh, um, aye, it's like the, the, the I think JR said it before, there's certain things like if a face does it, then it's fine. Um, but if a heel does it, then it's bad. And like Hogan never really changed his wrestling style much. He nope. still done the back scratch, the eye poke, and all that. Here come the nasties. Again, Jimmy Hart's never really changed it, you know. Anytime you see him in a documentary or live at Hogan's Hangout on or Instagram, Jimmy he's still there. Or Jimmy Hart's Tiki Bar. <laughs> I think he manages. Like, I, I quite like the fact that. They remember the previous match, and then he's like, oh, Chad, he walks at the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Like his jacket as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, but even like compare Ric Flair here to like a, a barbarian or or something like that. Doesn't have the height of a boss man. Doesn't have the build of a tornado or a barbarian. You know, I did struggle to believe it. I tell you, another one we're missing for this card is um, we've got no DBAFE, no Virgil. Um, yeah, no, no Sergeant Slocker, uh, Colonel Mustafa, the Berserkers, or Skinner. I'm just going to go, oh, there you go, LOD pop again. Oh, massive. I knew it was them, or Bill Lug coming out with the pop. Because Dodog's not the last one to come in either. So, I mean, I tell you what, you've got, you four guys are. are Three acts that give you meaty pops. You've got the tag champs, you've got Bulldog, you've got Piper. I mean, like you say, you know, that's a 20, 20 man crew uh, coming over. It just makes yeah. you wonder what the hell are they going to do in September? Are we going to get Leicester? The, the problem you've got now with WWE is that, again, we won't repeat ourselves, but we've said it. We've seen everything they've got, they've done everything. Yeah. They, they do everything so fast. So now, and perhaps WWE aren't as bad as AEW for it, like you say, such and such was stressful, such and such, and a street fight. Why, 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 why is it a street fight? You know what I mean? Um, have, a single, uh, have a singles match, DQ finish, have a singles, have them in a tag, have them in a singles match that's inconclusive, and then you, you, you generally build up to, you know, the gimmick match. Exactly. I, 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 I think it's this big stadium show in the UK. I said before, if we had, you know, a legend storyline like they did four years ago with the Saudi one with DX and the Brothers of Destruction, you know, at my age, that piques my interest. But I'll also not to remember paying for those bloody insurrections, capital combats, and <laughs> yeah, a hardcore or a European title change if you are lucky. And I guess we always just expected to get something like this. I mean, this is the multicolored era as well, isn't it? It's like when we did um, 92 Watch Along, you know? Not quite everyone wearing black. Ah, uh, exactly. Ah, final participant. Paper got a huge pop. That must be weird. 
But a Canadian pretend to be Scottish getting a pop in England. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Piper is a strange WWF career, didn't he? Like the most hated heel. Um, wins a retirement Does match it? against, was it Adrian, Adrian Street or something in three? Yeah. Adrian Doris. Yeah. Adrian Doris, how was that? Um, and then, he takes, then he takes his break, he returns against WrestleMania uh, 5 with Brother Love and Martin Downey Jr. Um, and then he keeps me rude. Well, I mean, this is it, you know. Here we go. <laughs> Jeanette's just standing there. Probably with the same look on his face when um, he's trying to work out whether that bird was his daughter or not. Yeah, or the man he killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh Marty you're in your 60s stay off social media when you're <laughs> accelerated Marty's still got that same haircut isn't he you just know yeah. it <laughs> Flare and Piper going out onto the outside yeah. Yeah. I was worried to watch along for Rick Flair's last match I think we have to it's basically yeah. an MLW and Impact Wrestling show isn't it I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch his impact. Oh, yeah, I did. I watched their pay per view and I watched the um, NWA pay per view, and both of them were better than um, WWE and AEW's outings. The problem is, like, in such small arenas, it's like 1,500 people. It's. Just before we come on here, I seen the. Do you ever remember the one Eli Skipper walked along the top of the cage and done a hurricane runner? Oh, that yeah, was like so X. many years ago. Aye. Um, I, I mean, we're, we're Rangers fans, and you look at what happened to to uh, TNA, and it's almost like they had their, their band two years in assets stripping, and they're trying to get back. <laughs> and this is their, their 20th slam anniversary, and you're thinking, you know, who. Who they could have had and got back, and they actually did some alright stuff there. Then, what was it? Um, America's Most Wanted and the Good Brothers um, were there. Some Bob's uh, AJ Styles, the Zoom call in. Huh. I mean, yeah, you're you're really hoping they get something like Joe and Daniels and and that, but not to be. Hmm. That's, uh... I like how they're all, how they sort of help each other in this one. You know, you know, Hawk just holds Flair whilst Piper jumps off the ropes, <laughs> then turns around Banjo's Hercules. Oh, yep, yep, Hercules. Uh, oh, don't want to hit into that chair. I want to get the wrong type of chair. You know, you're not going to swing that like a like the blue no. holder. Oh, there goes Texas tornado. So funny as well. It's when you watch him take these bumps down, knowing that he's only got half a foot. And you can think, oh, ah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, that bloody how you could see just when he went over there. I think his quickly and Sean Michaels are uh, what the future would hold for those boys. Apparently, yeah, it was players last paper, match. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. I don't have the hate for like I. I think you know, it's no, like... There's, no, there's not knobs elimination spot instance. Because no, he's... 
He's such a good dumbass heel, you know. Well, but... <laughs> Cheerio. Um, and this one as well, the four of them holding each other back. So Sag's being held by Bulldog being held by the bounty, being held by Tito Santana for Piper to punch them. <laughs> yeah, Marty's gone. Not the first time those words have been said. <laughs> no, nah, I've got no problem with Ric Flair. He's got to put money, money on the table and after you know, the dark side of the ring uh, most recent hatchet job. Um, I think he's got one, one last chance because he's virtually made himself unemployable. Well, I well, as I say, like, I don't mind um, somebody like Flair retiring and then coming back. Like... There's a difference between Terry Funk, right, who retired every week. Um, there's a difference between Foley, who retired and then came back three weeks later and then invented WrestleMania. And then went on to have a long spell with TNA. I don't mind if someone retires and then has the odd match. I, I have no issue with that. Um, but to me, it's like someone retiring from football and then playing in like soccer or something like that. If you have one-off games or testimonials, it's fine. I, I don't mind it. Um, like I think this will be his last match. Uh, but I, so I'm not. See, I think it's different if you retire and then come back the next week. Like, remember John Cena was fired and was mm-hmm. on Raw that week. You know, like, he joined the next. No. Yeah. Um, Even the CM Punk angle in the summer of Punk. Oh. You could have milked that to infinity. Yep. You could, oh, Hawks away. But then doesn't like the nasty boys in there. <laughs> He's just been like, ah, right, right, like I say, drop kick to the pus. <laughs> <laughs> Hacksaw arms out, Snatch good attacker quick. <laughs> yeah, he, he certainly didn't hit the cheat to the old Hacksaw. I was to say, this is definitely a, a B how B show, isn't it? Or the show I'm scared of cat. Oh, <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, now they try to dump boss man. Yeah, quick still in there, typhoon still in there. Oh, oh. Yeah. what was some of the names he was known as in WCW? Oh, the, shark. the Shark Avalanche, Avalanche. John, Big John Tenta. Uh-huh. years since he passed away. Go, well, it's Golga in the uh, attitude. Golga Nordies. Uh, yeah. uh, big boss man. How many WCW characters did he have? Uh, Obviously, there was Big Bubba before he came in. No, it was uh, the boss, then the guardian angel. The boss. Then yep. Big Up. <clears throat> but this is just great. Great stuff from the face. He's just been dunked out. Not too happy about it. We've obviously uh, chucked, well, no, not chucked out the wrong side. I mean, and this is a believable way to eliminate a guy that's 463 pounds. <laughs> Albeit, yeah. you just walk past his tag team partner and he's stood there and done nothing oh. and it's still oh. Now, can I just say that I'm pretty sure Earthquake would have used Manscaped? Right there, <laughs> they, they don't sponsor us, but I just love those ads. Um, <laughs> it, it, it definitely is a bit of the weed whacker there. 
Um, I think you say. I mean, that's that's one of the things that could pop on. I mean, that went a heart that that big, but I would. But oh, Piper went to throw Flair out with Flair. Uh, I was a drunken Flair, but. And there goes Flair. Look at the pop. And look it's at Roma here. Pulling in a ponytail of animal. Look at, even look at the boss man in the mountain wearing the same trousers. Really? The yin and yang, boss man in Mountie. And the thing that I love about Poor Red Lord, I've said it before on here, was their, their finishing move. Oh, yeah. Hercules would slam him off the top. And Roma would jump on him. Ah, Superplex, sorry, I. Superplex him off the top. And uh, what was the one I'm thinking of? Uh, who was it used to do the rocket launcher finisher? Was it Anvil and Foundation? Owen? I knew Foundation. Yeah. That was decent as well. Yeah, probably they had decent attire. Oh. It looks like tax was not high, was it then? Then yeah, it was yeah, high, high energy, was it? That Owen went into that? They added braces to that outfit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Braces there. I need to be honest, I think Roma did well to last as long. Yes, down to the final eight. Oh, there goes Anno. It was six now. Typhoon still in there, still lasting well. Taker and Piper. Um, I'm just trying to have a look. Oh, there it goes. Piper eliminates Taker. And again, this is, it's a great way for like, somebody to put out Taker. Oh, Piper took the ring with him. But it's a great way for, uh, for Piper to be taken out as well. No, it's the old, yeah. that's wrong. Keeps strong. Here you go. And you see, you can't really moan after what Hacksaw then. And then it's all set. Two heels got the same manager. Bossman's yep. well and truly into that buddy role, um, which he's been doing since about 18 months after he signed with, with Hogan. He just sort of fit there and there's the, the sidekick. And obviously you've got, you've got David. I think the commentary is like, you know, they're making like Jimmy Hart out to be this genius. It goes, the quarterback of the Jimmy Hart organization's calling the play. <laughs> Kieran was just gold. I feel like, I, I said, I love Getting the crowd um, up. Yeah, I, I love the all look. He'll, uh, when a manager would have a stable without them all being together all the time. You'd occasionally yeah, get them joining up in eight, eight mans or things like that, but very rarely are you yeah. get the bounty and the nasties. But aye, and uh, don't need to be pure shoved down your throat like them all wearing the same t-shirts or stuff. Um, yeah, but that's what made the, the first one that did it so good. You know, and then well, you get the odd conflict in like a Royal Rumble or this something. Is, this is brilliant. This, what's coming up is absolutely brilliant. You got heart there. You used to love it when uh, when Bossman did that one. Yeah. Austin misses it, comes out. 
Oh, but he gets put out, and of course we're down to two on one with a huge advantage. Yeah, it's like who always wins the coin toss for war games. <laughs> But I was a uh, earthquake and one of the nasties was it the last two. I want to say knobs. Yeah. For ninety one rumble. Ninety one rumble. Aye. Uh, year before. Year before it was uh, rude and perfect. Yeah. It's a. It's a, it's a formula, but it's a winning formula because yeah, I can't remember whose podders was it this week. Maybe JRs or maybe Cornies, and they're like. If the people are in the arena, aren't they? Then generally the people at home will be in it as well. Because I mean, if you watch Raw now and just. <laughs> it, it's just people sitting there. Watching Raw is like watching a 0 0 football draw every week. That, that you that you know is going to finish 0 0? Yeah. <laughs> try to get the big lad out. Or the right way to do it, you try to ah. take, take the legs. The, the, the commentary, like you get the understanding of this, is just absolutely brilliant. It's all, you know, uh, I guess like later on, <laughs> later on, um, Heenan's telling them, um, Typhoon, sit down, he can't pick you up. <laughs> Good point. I've never named the Jimmy Hart thing. Yeah, it was the Jimmy Hart organisation. Ah, uh, like it was. Like, you never shove it down your throat, then, you know? Yeah, it's just like you're the part of Jimmy Hart's boys. He's probably like the amount he lost the IC title to um, <laughs> to Piper, the, the, you know, the classic, you know, the, the locker room interview skits. I'm for my attorney, I'm for my lawyer. Ah, you, you always know what's happening with this spot. Oh, and it never gets, it oh, never brilliant. gets Absolutely brilliant. No. I know you're feeling our boys got a chance. Like he didn't already played up, you know, he's you know, Typhoon didn't have to wrestle tonight. Bulldogs just wrestled, you know, twenty minutes of barbarians. Oh ever since the before meeting the verbal of all object. Does it do the crucifix spot in this? Oh, it was always the warlord. I, I, I used to love it when somebody would go for a pin in a battle royal. They could do a run run an instinct. Yeah, Savage. I think Savage in 93 rumbled in that, didn't he? 93. I, that was a question I was going to ask. So, like, how many, you talked about rebuilding Earthquake after Hogan had sort of had his way with him. How many people actually sort of recovered to have a decent WWF career? Oh, there we go. Look at the pop. Bulldog wins. Yeah, but we're not Some, done yet. Uh, I am trying to think, like, obviously, Warrior, so what I don't think was ever really the same, or the natural disasters. Warrior, well, Warrior was the victor. Well, Warrior, was, Warrior was the victor of that feud. You know, so, I mean, if you were to go back, ah. they'd say Piper, probably. Uh, Piper recovered, I. But not yeah, as a heel. Yeah. No. Um, Bundy, a Bundy, Bundy, no. On, eh? Piper would never really be a heel again, would he? After he yeah. turned face. 
Bondi, no. Bondi, no. 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 Uh, Savage Savage. is the one I could think of Slaughter no but he was almost done by then Sid you could argue Sid yeah Sid it's a a brilliant way as well that you can't get Andre into the ring to get the roll out (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is one pair of clothes (laughs) (laughs) still a good pop I mean, you're saying it's a B show, but it's pretty damn good B show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm a not giant, doing a giant swinging a crutch. <laughs> Send the heel scarfing. Well done. Handshake. Not quite a torch passing moment, but it's validating, Davy. Yeah. Guess I'm Well, the former king of the battle royal. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I'm sure when he, when, he, when he holds up the tea on the pocket and bit falls off. <laughs> we should do another show. What will we do next? Because we may as well wrap this up since we've rambled on for about an hour and a half. I don't know. We're, 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 recording this, we're recording this right now and the 25th anniversary of Canadian Stampede was last week so we could look, a, look ahead to maybe watch the back end of SummerSlam 92 yeah right, let's do that yeah. next right <laughs> see the bit falls <laughs> yeah maybe take it take it from you know the um, um, Warrior Macho and then you've got you'd have um, Taker Kamala oh the, aye because that, that match confused the life out of me as a kid man uh, I could not get the whole point of who who Conor Ric Flair was in and why I might care. And, and, and why he was there in his wrestling trunks. Yes. But, right, we'll cover that next time. That may, that was enjoyable as always. I do like watching old wrestling that makes sense, even if it is sponsored by the Daily Star. Um, any last words on this show? Uh, scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> and if you can find it on the network without a degree in computer science, you're a better man than me. Uh, we will be back probably in a fortnight because I'm away on holiday now. It's holiday time. Um, but we'll come back and we'll do SummerSlam 92 uh, on the build-up to this year's SummerSlam. Craig, thank you very much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, yeah, we'll be back in much quicker time than a month. Uh and we'll go through SummerSlam 92 and talk all things Bret Hart and the British Bulldog. We'll talk to you then. That was a Quite the Thing media production.